0: Now that I hey, hey, you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580 Where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics and interviews I'm your host Robin Ayers with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. It is so good to be with you today on this, what is it, Tuesday? I don't know if it's flying by fast enough for you, but you know what? We are, we are in here, and uh, I welcome you to the show. Happy birthday to Clef. That's what that song was all about. You know, Andy, Andy stays on top of things. That's just how he gets down. And that's the jam. Come on, Andy. And that's the jam. All day, all day. Well, listen, we do have a great show lined up for you today. As we always do, though, we do have a fantastic Show with some great topics. And if you want to weigh in on the topics, you can feel free to do that by calling us at 1 800 920 1580. You can also join us because I see you guys over here already starting it up. I see you coming on into our YouTube. Uh, you guys can join us there. The community is lovely. We always welcome new new people. Uh, so definitely want to say what's up to you guys. And if you are not already, make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at KBLA 1580 and at Robin Ayers. It's just a given. At this point, it's just a given. You should just be following me because that's the right thing to do. <laughs> uh, we are um, having some great topics today, but I definitely want to get to some updates for you. I want to send some love some true heartfelt deep love to DC Youngfly comedian DC Youngfly who uh, he revealed that he lost his sister now as you guys remember just a few months ago he lost his his girlfriend his partner the mother of his children after she had a surgery and he he said this is the third person that he's lost in a year that is heartbreaking so definitely want to send some love his way uh, also, another one that hits kind of close to home. I know we've been talking about Jada Pinkett a lot lately, but this one hits close to home. Um, Jada Pinkett's brother, Caleb, who is married to Trisha Pinkett, uh, seems like well, it's now been confirmed that they are also getting a divorce. And this is this is it's just it's not good. I hate to see families break apart and separate and all that stuff. But uh, reportedly, they've been. Separated now for about three years, but the, they're just now getting to that divorce stage. So, sending true, true, uh, you know, condolences to DC Young Fly and our heartfelt uh, well wishes to uh, Jada Pinkett's brother Caleb and and uh, Trisha. Um, to was hit by a car, y'all. He was hit by a car. To was hit by a car, and this is now. Okay, we this is reports. All right. We haven't heard from T.O. quite yet, but reportedly hit by a car after he had an altercation, some sort of argument after a basketball game. Like, how do you want you want to get into it with somebody and then they come and hit you with their car in the knee? That is so disrespectful. They hit him in the knee. That is so disrespectful. Well, we don't have any uh, idea of what's to come with that yet, but definitely we will keep you posted online. Um, I have a question of the day, but let me set it up for you before we move forward with the show. Uh, th- there are some fans of Jay-Z who slammed this guy for at, for telling Jay-Z. He sees him out at an event. He tells Jay-Z, yo, Jay, I would take the 500K over dinner with you. Okay, let me tell you where that stems from. Several months ago, for a, for a while, there was a question that was... Trending online, everybody asked, would you have dinner with Jay-Z, a billionaire, or would you take $500,000? So, you know, everybody weighed in talking about, I would take the five hundred dollars because what can Jay-Z do for me? Other people... Smart people would say, you know what, I'll have dinner with Jay-Z because that's worth $500,000 and more, whatever advice you can give or whatever that comes with. So this guy says, I will uh, I'll take the 500K, Jay-Z, I'll take the 500K. And so fans of Jay-Z, they slam the guy, they bash them because they're like, you get a moment with the billionaire. And that is what you choose to say. So my question for you is, would you take, it doesn't have to be Jay-Z, but would you take dinner with a billionaire or would you take 500K? That's what I want to know. Uh, and and he can be, it could be any billionaire of your choice. How about that? Uh, you you tell me who you'd like. Andy, what you say? You, you rub your fingers together like you get the money. You take the money. OK. All right. Well, OK, that's that's on you. Um, <laughs> I'm
1: what? just spending one dinner with this billionaire. It that's could it? be
0: worth it could be m- worth much more than 500K. It could be. One would argue. All right. Well, you know, I digress. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. 500K. Don't get me wrong. That's a lot of money, but you might lose that versus getting all the knowledge from Jay-Z. Or any billionaire, rather.
1: You sure? (laughs) Are you sure that Jay Z will be willing to
2: give? I'm not sure. Some knowledge. I'm not sure. But you know.
0: But isn't it worth the risk? Isn't that what life is all about? Taking risk. All right. Well, you guys go ahead and vote inside the poll. Um, Andy, let's go ahead and get to the Rob report.
3: Now it's time for a breakdown.
0: Today with our special guest who is in the building with us, we will get to him in just a moment. We also have our wonderful contributor on the line. I'm so excited. It's a full a full show. Uh, we are going to be talking about TikTok star and food critic Keith Lee, he is calling out the shade room, and he's calling out people who claim to be fans of his for demeaning his wife. We'll tell you what that's all about and um, what he has to say about it. We're also talking about entrepreneur Supercent. I really like her. She's a beauty beauty entrepreneur. She is really doing amazing things out there in the beauty game. But she recorded her daughter on several occasions saying the word boy. Saying the word boy, and she says she cringes every time her daughter has got to be six, seven years old, maybe, Uh, maybe even younger. Uh, She says that she cringes every time her daughter says the word boy. We'll talk about why she cringes. Where does that word come from? Is it disrespectful? Should she be teaching her daughter right now not to call people boy? Oh, we'll, we'll break it all down, of course. Uh, but before we before we move forward, I do want to get to this very special guest who is in studio with me. I've known this guy for quite some time. It's been some years. I actually went and visited him in New York. He has a wonderful radio show out there. Um, he's going to give you more information. But please welcome to The Raw Report, Kevin prior to the show. Uh, How thank are you. you today?
3: Robin is. Mama, I made it. <laughs>
0: I'm rocking with robin is
3: i'm in la i'm dealing you with la traffic LA. Oh yeah
0: my. la traffic is real it's isn't intense it?
3: but uh it's a pleasure to rock with you tonight thank you so much for the invitation it's been a while yeah you know and then yeah. obviously we had the dog years of COVID, so yes. those don't count I'm, I'm gonna do like uh like <laughs> um what's her name uh remy ma the, those years don't count so uh, you know obviously not that long ago but nevertheless it's a great thing um obviously uh Happy to be here. I host a radio show in New York that's nationally syndicated called 950 Lounge, broadcast from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday throughout the U.S. and Canada, and some other things happen, some new options, but this is about me rocking with you tonight. Yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about. Oh,
0: more. yeah. Well, it's it's so great to have you here Appreciate and you, uh, we'll definitely have fun talking about all these topics. Again, mm. we have our contributor who's on the line with us as well. Um, I thank you for being here and welcome to L.A. with that with that traffic. I know that traffic hit you hard, well, abuse brother. Me. Hard.
3: And, you know, I got <laughs> to give a big shout out to my Uber driver, Sedell. Now, obviously, you know, when you we drive we ride an uber they they have their map and for safety reasons they can't divert the route right if i ain't getting him in trouble uh-huh. but nevertheless <laughs> he i said listen bro i you know I, this ain't working I yeah. said, i'm said, i not even from here and i can look this is not gonna <laughs> I, work I, and yeah. i got in the uber like four fifteen. like i'm a cruise now nah, take your time i'm i'm early i don't yeah. want to be the i don't want to be the first one there i ain't know how the situation <laughs> is certainly not the way it's locked up out here in the front uh-huh. but um you know he's like, oh man, it's traffic. He's, Let me find a different route. So he's maneuvering, running some lights, and
0: he got me here safe. Yeah, so. at least he was looking out for you. You can't get that with everybody. So tell so. I
3: salute you. He said he's listening in. So all uh, right, you well, listen to shout, Rob every definitely night. Definitely
0: shout shout him out and uh, <laughs> welcome to the Rob Report. Um, let's go ahead and um, well before we do that, mm-hmm. your qu- quick question. Give me yeah. give me your quick answer. Five hundred K or a billionaire dinner with a billionaire? Well,
3: you know what. I feel I'm a very smart individual. I'm not a billionaire, but I have a billionaire mindset. Okay. So give me the 500K and I'll flip that three times.
0: Okay. He's with Andy on this one. All right. Well, When we come forward, we will get to our our Raw Report. I'm so excited about this conversation. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there.
3: Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on the Raw Report. (laughs)
0: Well, I, I already I already hear or see over here a few people who are talking about they're going to take that 500K just like <laughs> Kev over here. He said but he's taking the money Andy said he's taking the money. Deborah Chicoa, she said she'll take the money. But there are a few only a few of you who say, you know what? Sign me up for dinner with that billionaire, and I am not mad. They must at you must have
3: 500k already in the bank.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, let's go ahead and get to our contributor, who I am so happy to have with us yet again. This is Chris Gunther of the Chris Gunther Show. How you doing today, Chris?
2: I'm doing great. First things first, appreciate you for having me. I hope that you had a great birthday because you definitely deserve it.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I did. It was wonderful. I had a great, great time and. You know, everybody's been sending a lot, a lot of love. So definitely appreciate you for that, Chris. Um, the the question is in your is in your hands. Uh, 500K or this dinner with the billionaire, Jay-Z or anyone a, else for that matter?
2: I'm going to be honest. I'm taking the dinner with Jay. Come on. Jay is my, fa- my favorite rapper of all time. I'm going <laughs> to pick his brain on a lot of stuff.
0: Okay. And I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm the kind of person
2: money can't buy everything.
0: That is a fact. People think five hundred K is a lot of money, and it is. But that five hundred K is not a lot. It's not as much money as you think it we is. We didn't
3: say sit on the five hundred K. We said you gotta put some work. You gotta in, flip
0: though. it. You gotta All flip right. It, you okay. Well, that's Christmas have yeah, a lot gonna, of money though. That's true. That- <laughs> I'm gonna
3: take it. I'm gonna go ahead and take the uh, sit
2: down with JD. We can chop it up about a couple things. You never know what <laughs> could come out of that. You know, dinner. You never too. know. So yeah, I you think I'm going to take my chances with Jay.
0: All right, cool. Well, let's go ahead. Um, I'm glad that I have both of you here with me. I want to go ahead and jump right into this Keith Lee topic. Okay, so Keith Lee, for those who don't know, he's a TikTok star, social media star, but he became famous by uh being a food critic he's just an online food critic giving his honest opinion about different things that he uh tastes he'll go over to certain restaurants buy the food himself he'll he'll never be granted food he's always buying it and he'll give his honest answer on what the food tastes like he'll rate it and with that being said he has garnered so much attention so many fans and he's also helped Hundreds, if not thousands at this point, restaurants and um, business owners, people who are in the food industry. He has helped send uh, uh, fans and people, their customers their way. He has done a lot of great things in the community. And because of that, he says that he is extremely blessed. Of course, he's done a lot of different um, campaigns and collaborations and uh, brand things that uh, people have connected with him about. And because of that he's he 's also become pretty successful financially well anyway he, his birthday was recently, and his wife purchased him a car. It was a nice car, and apparently this car the the price tag on it is somewhere around 80, 80K. k <laughs> all right and so instantly, the shade room posts his this whole video that he puts up they post the video. And uh, co- people start commenting in the video. They're like, listen, um, you need to check your bank account because your wife used your money to buy <laughs> your car, to buy your, you know, in." Trust me when I say he don't play about his wife. He loves this woman, okay? So, um, obviously, Keith Lee was not happy about that. Now now that I've set the, the ground for you, let's go ahead and get to the video uh, that we found on, on social media where he's talking about this entire situation and he calls out the people as well as the Shade Room. Let's take a listen.
1: Hey, Shade Room. We've been blessed enough to be the marketing platform for restaurants all over the country, but absolutely no charge to these restaurants, including Detroit, Chicago, Miami, New Orleans... Vegas, and many more to come if we blessed to do that. My family and my community have also been blessed enough to raise over $30,000 for a restaurant owner who has cancer. Not to mention other 1,000 incredible things we've been blessed enough to do. But yet, the only two times you ever posted me and my family were videos of me crying with little to no context to your community who draw their own context with no context granted. they have posted this before when I was doing Ronnie's pregnancy cravings and when I was cooking but I'm being very specific to this last year since I started doing food reviews This has sparked multiple conversations of not only my sexuality but also outrageous questions about who bought the car that my wife got me for my birthday Before some people try to gaslight me saying I shouldn't be surprised that my wife got me a car because she bought the gift with my money and she spent my money and she a gold digger is very demeaning to my wife and myself Pocket watching this crazy Let's be honest, you don't know where my wife money come from. My wife is blessed enough to do really well, relax. Y'all can talk about me all y'all want, that don't bother me none. When y'all start demeaning my wife and my family, that's where I draw the line. I've been very clear and transparent about the fact that I have imposter syndrome and I don't really know how to accept gifts. I've never known how to accept gifts. I barely know how to accept where I am in life. I just be vibing, eating food, minding my business, staying by my family. All of this is different to me. All of this is an adjusting period. I just be chilling. I really do. <laughs> and yes, I'm very in touch with my emotions. If that makes me less manly in your eyes, that's your opinion, I'm completely fine with that. Again, y'all don't bother me none. Just leave my wife alone. That's all I ask. Mm. And I want to be very clear in my words. I'm not saying shade room was wrong for posting. I just like to think we've been blessed with a lot more material that can be used. Just two weeks ago, during Hispanic Pride Month, we completely bought out a random ice cream vendor and passed out the ice cream for free. In my eyes, that's worthy to post. And that's all I'm saying. God okay. bless you. Have an amazing day. Y'all
0: be- well... <laughs> Yeah, he he had to let the shade room know Out of all the Mm -hmm. great things that he does They want to go ahead and post that Which is not a bad thing necessarily But it did open up the floodgates For commenters to come in there and start Saying things about his wife Mm -hmm. Kevin, let me get to you Uh, Chris, I definitely got to get you in here as well But what are your overall thoughts on what he's saying? I mean, he has a point here It's a strong point
3: No, I I mean, I agree with him from a standpoint That, uh, you know, uh, I can do a million things And then you take this one thing You run with it but let's be real about, you know, you know, sensationalism is what sells. And, you know, the shave out to find they're trying to get hits, you know, clicks and all that. Mm-hmm. So they're going to find the one thing, the hanging chad, per se, to make this into something that's viewable to your listeners. I mean, we live in a society that's completely toxic. You know, mm. We had a man in 1600 Pennsylvania that was completely toxic. So why, so why wouldn't the shave room be toxic? So I understand where he's coming from, but he's got to understand that, and maybe have a little bit more tough skin. I can understand it's his family, and he felt that, but he's got to realize that at the end of the day, these, these, you know, the people that say they love you, well, the laughs are not always the smiles are not always smiling at you. They're, they're laughing at you. They're not always with you. So mm. you know, some of these sites, you got to realize that you know they're they're looking for that that sensational hit they're not looking for all the great things you do they can care less about it that doesn't that doesn't sell
0: and that's unfortunate yeah wow um chris give give me your thoughts and do you feel like um like posts or blogs like the shade room and i'm Mm -hmm. not trying to you know call them out but they are who who's in question right now blogs like the shade room and others uh are responsible for maybe creating this culture of of uh disinterest um people who are disingenuous and um There's no, there's no empathy. I feel like I think we have a lack of it. So you know, do, how do you feel about that?
2: I feel that outlets like the shade room, while you know we respect what they do, they do contribute to the toxic culture that we live in now, because we live in such a time where people are gonna gravitate more so towards negativity. You know, because we didn't see the shade room repost. <laughs> any other the positive stuff that he was doing in his community with the stuff that he was doing. But the minute that they want to find something that's negative, they want to go ahead and post it. And to make somebody have to really go on a rant and have to defend his wife or buying him a gift and have to talk about something and then how he says, well, let's look at it in the full context of it. The fact that he even has to defend himself on the Shave Room goes to show you what kind of platform that they really are. Mm -hmm. And it's very unfortunate because, you know, so many people have got caught up with stuff from the shade room. But let's look at it from the bigger perspective here. Their name is telling on themselves the shade room. That's what they do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. No, that's Mm -hmm. definitely a fact. Um, You know, what I find so interesting is that you have all kinds of blogs and outlets who are focusing only on positive news. And while they may garner thousands of views and likes and stuff like that, you never really hear about them. Mm-hmm. You you actually don't remember what the names of those blogs are, those right. pages or anything like yeah. that. And so... It feels like people do want it, but maybe just not as much as this salacious other other news. Mm-hmm. What would happen? I mean, do you feel like it's possible number 1 to create that type of uh creature or cre- that type of culture or is it are we too far gone, Kev?
3: Okay. I'm a glass half full person, so I'm never going to say it's never too late. What I am saying is that we are in a toxic culture that we we celebrate that. I mean, I just saw a <laughs> You know, sexy red talking about things in front of a Popeyes. Now, if you don't know what that what that illuminates to, then this, you know, yeah. I, I'll share that with you another time. Mm-hmm. So we're in a situation now as a society, especially us as black folks, that we have to realize that it. We have we have to. We have to turn the tide ourselves. Mm-hmm. If we just let it continue to snowball and where is it going now, it will continue to get worse and worse and will surprise a lot of us to the point where we all become desensitized, I think man of a lot of us are now, where it's just oh, okay, no big deal, you know, this is just what you know, this is par for the course. But I do believe to answer your question, Robin, it, it can be. But it, it's like anything else. It starts with somebody believing where this is wrong. Mm-hmm. If we just go along for the ride, then You you know, you're just, you know, you might not be contributing to the problem, but, you know, you're a part of the problem because you're not trying to do anything different.
0: Mm -hmm. And Chris, you know, you are obviously you're you're a journalist. You do some wonderful work out there and doing wonderful interviews and things like that. Do you feel like there's in in me? I like to focus on positivity. That's Mm -hmm. really all I'm about. That is my that is my brand. Right. Um, Give me a a, a few moments of of what you think about um, the space. Is there is there space for us? I mean, to reach the to reach the masses. I mean, you do have people like Jay Shetty, who's who's out there creating great conversation and things. So I'm not saying that it's impossible. But, you know, briefly, do you feel like there is uh, room enough for all these positive interviews and blogs and things?
2: I do feel that there is room because we live. We are living in a time now where we can create the narrative and we can control the narrative of what we want to put out. One of the biggest challenges that we as black media face is when—and Robin, you had actually talked about this a couple of—I uh, think it was, like, maybe a few months ago, when some of the biggest stars who are black a lists they want to keep going to the white outlets, but they, mm-hmm. you know, shun us. Mm-hmm. If they come to us, we can paint you in the positive light that you want to be on, but it has to—you know, we what we have to continue to do is push the narrative of positivity, and we can showcase something— that the world wants actually to see. But unfortunately we have already been you know, conditioned to make, like they've tried to condition us to be somebody that we're not. Mm. And they're trying to make it seem like we always have to go through the lenses of white people to make us feel validated. Mm. And the reality is we have the ability now to change that entire narrative like Chris you, about to, whole Chris
0: you about to make me go in on a topic you know that I'm I love saying, well listen though. listen keep, keep I, I, I'm just keeping it I, up. hold, hold that thought all the way real you, you are definitely keeping it real <laughs> I need you to hold that thought for me because I'm telling you, you about to get me going Chris you about to get i am just playing. uh well listen we definitely got to continue this conversation on the other side right now we have news traffic and sports you are listening to the Rob report on KBLA talk 1580 stay there
1: Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the Raw Report. Keep it locked.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, and this is my jam right here. Yes, you are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> Kev over here said Andy must have a somebody got a date later. We're
3: gonna turn on the lights real low right now. <laughs>
0: Oh, she's so beautiful. So beautiful. Now that is a jam. Mm. Okay. We in our feelings over here. We in our feelings. Uh, Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Rob Report. If you are just (laughs) getting to the show, (laughs) welcome on in here. We are just talking about uh, a conversation with about Keith Lee, food critic, uh, TikTok star, who says, you know what? shade room. He's calling them out. He's saying, I don't like the fact that I do all these great things and you do not post those, but you choose to post uh, me crying when my wife presented mm-hmm. me with a, a birthday gift and it was a car. And then fans chimed in saying that she bought that car with his money. <laughs> I mean, and he's now he's saying, listen, don't demean my wife. And I respect that. He's saying, listen, have at it if you want to talk about me mm-hmm. all day. Talk about that, but leave my family out yeah. of it. Leave my, my wife out of it. Uh, let's go ahead and get Chris Gunther back on the line. He is our entertainment contributor. and We also have Kevin Pryor with us today in the studio. i yes, yes. um, so excited to have both of you here. I want to move on to this conversation, to this next one, and maybe y'all can help me out. okay? And this is it's so fitting that we have two black men on the show today. Three, if we're talking about Andy, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, all of you guys, please help me understand. This is um, this next topic is Supercent She is a beauty uh, entrepreneur. She's a multimillionaire. She's done really, really well for herself. Mm-hmm. And she filmed her daughter, her very young daughter, in, in different scenarios. In the car, mm-hmm. she filmed her at home. Certain areas where she, her daughter keeps saying the word boy. She keeps calling people boy, mm-hmm. and uh, Supercent says she's she's she cringes every single time. Do we have that clip, and maybe you guys can hear the the young girl calling people boy. Let's take a listen. No, boy. <laughs> boy, you better come
1: now. <laughs> you from me, boy.
0: Boy, that's what you
1: get. He said. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: alive, boy. Step now okay it's cute it's cute on one hand um i'm laughing because the little girl i mean she has like a little southern you know mm-hmm. little twang she's they're all from I know new I was laughing? yeah i'm definitely laughing chris um but her mom, Supercent, said that she she basically uh, she cringes because she said she's her little girl sounds like she's in 1946 or something, mm-hmm. uh, and sounds at like a like a racist man. Right. Now I've had this conversation before, but maybe the two of you separately can enlighten me, enlighten us, our audience, as to why, why I mean not why I understand the racist connotation. Mm-hmm. I understand where it stems from. But in this day, it's somewhat like the N-word. It's like the N-word in terms of some people don't mind it. And when it comes from your own people, some people don't mind mm-hmm. you saying the N-word to them uh, with the G-A at the at the end versus right. the E-R. There is definitely right. a big difference. Right. But the word boy, um, also recently, T.I., rapper T.I. and uh, Trey the Truth, they were somewhere where there was a, a white, grown, grown white man who he's a prankster and he approached them. And he was like, hey, boy, you know, something, something, and (laughs) and continued on. And they both got so offended, um, even to the point where one of their guys who was standing there grabbed the guy's neck. And he was like, you playing. Like, don't come over here playing like Mm -hmm. that. You can't call a grown black man a boy. No. Um, From your own words, Kevin, let me get to you first. Mm -hmm. Is this something that... Supercent should worry about in her daughter. Should she try to fix this language right now, or is it is it innocence at this point?
3: You know, it, this is this is tough because there's layers to this, right? Yeah. Um, Where's this young girl getting this from? She's getting it from somewhere, right? If it's not mm-hmm. if it's not you know being mentioned in the house and they're kind of appalled by it, then that means the company they're keeping. Now obviously she's a multi very successful. I'm a big fan of her, self-made um, entrepreneur. But you know maybe she needs to check where her child or who her child is being around because kids pick up stuff. Kids are born; they don't, they they just start to acquire things. You know, and sometimes unfortunately a lot of negative things that are put in the atmosphere. So she needs to kind of find out. Where is this coming from? It mm-hmm. could be innocent. Mm-hmm. It just could be, you know, watching TV. We talked about it the last time about how social media and everything with, with you no. Know. Sure. But it could be innocent. But I think again, you know, you, you, you as a parent, you gotta nip that in the bud. And find out what's the what's the root cause of uh, her using this word
0: okay and and Chris I have the same question for you but before before uh, I just want to give some clarity to this supercent is black her family is <laughs> black her daughter is black Disclaimer. I know forrest Harrison I'm, I'm uh, watching your comment here he says uh, you'd have to see it who is she talking to basically is she a white kid talking to a black man um, so I understand all of that matters mm-hmm. all the context does matter um, Chris your thoughts I mean you are a black man what, what, what do you think about a little black girl saying boy and she's probably talking to her family members at this point and and you know i'll I'll also say i don't know we don't Mm -hmm. know what happens outside of the home who else she may be saying boy Mm to? but you're a grown black man would you feel offended if a young little little girl was calling you boy versus a, a grown white man or anybody else for that matter who was white
2: if a little girl calls me boy, yes, I'm offended by that because she's a child. And we have mm-hmm. to teach the children that is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. You do not say that to an adult. And children are sponges, so maybe she really is hearing that at the home because kids ain't stupid. They pay attention mm-hmm. to what their parents are doing, what the adults are doing. If a if a white man called me that, I got to put it in this place. Like, this is not... <laughs> Yeah. Selma, Alabama. This is not Jim Crow. <laughs> we are not our ancestors, okay? Yeah, so yeah. let's put that in the bud right then and there. No doubt. And mm. like I said, you know, kids are sponges. So they're gonna uh, they're gonna say what they see. Yeah. Maybe that it's happening at the home, maybe her mom has some people by the house and you know how girls talk, boy buy, stuff buy. Mm. But you gotta be careful because when you're a parent, your kids are watching you at all times. You may think they're not watching but they definitely
0: are. You know what's mm-hmm. interesting about this uh, and you actually just alluded to it Chris. When I hear grown black men addressing women as girls, mm. there's a slight offense to that. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you one could say Robin you tripping. They, they don't mean anything but like right. girl, like this girl, I like this girl. I like this girl. Mm-hmm. You know, they could say it in a in a in a, in a positive context. way. And, context context
3: yeah, matters. Absolutely. Yeah. It does matter. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um however, uh I found Mm -hmm. offense to a a grown man's not saying the word woman. I check myself when I'm talking about another woman. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I met this girl. And I'm like, no, no, no. I met this woman. I check myself. Do you feel like there's the I know that it's not the same. It does not have the same history behind it. But um, do you feel like the two can relate? Do they correlate at all? Oh, can should a woman be or can a woman be offended at the same word saying girl?
3: Well, in this day and age you can get offended on anything. That's um, true. Um good morning. <laughs> what's so good about it? That's a fact. Um <laughs> But I think again, context plays a role, right? Yeah. Um just like uh, you know, boy could be, yo, hey boy, what's up? Like, yeah. like the T I thing, that that that's uh, you know, somebody gonna get a black dress if you keep saying that. And the mm. two main different folks, two main black folks, somebody saying that. But obviously I think it's all about context. And I think again it's just You know, how do you want to be addressed? How do you communicate with people? Um, You know, we we as a society, we have this this block where I think a lot of us are getting our communication skills not from dealing with people, from from dealing with online. You know, maybe, I don't know, I I can't blame COVID for everything, but it seems like we just have this knack of not being able to communicate. So if somebody doesn't know you, like a a man or a woman meets you and and they're using, you know, words that necessarily you wouldn't use to somebody you didn't know, like... Mm -hmm. Bro, where you get your manners from mm-hmm. where, where you grew up at you know so i think again it's it's kind of reinventing or repositioning us as, as people that you know it's a way to communicate mm-hmm. if you want to get a positive response
0: mm, that's true yeah. i mean it is true that we are so offended at it there's so many things to be offended about mm. um chris there is a woman uh there's uh there's a woman who says that she should be corrected politely um true i mean do you feel like that that right now is the time like this this little girl she's still a young a young girl Mm -hmm. um or how do you do that because let let me give y'all a quick story let me give y'all a quick story and chris i want you to jump in but there's i have a friend of mine who corrected me about the word proud proud you know we say it all the time i'm proud of you i'm Mm -hmm. proud of you well there's a pastor who taught uh really in depth on the on the concept of being proud of someone that's mm-hmm. really about me being it's 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 almost can be condescending mm-hmm. ever since she broke that down to me i have a hard time saying the words i'm proud of you mm. And I'm like, because I never want to sound like I'm being condescending, like, I'm proud of you, son. Like, you get what I'm saying? Now it's in my head. With that being said, you know, how do we correct a young girl? How do we change the language of someone being that it's for your own good without having her (laughs) getting all up into her head? Uh, Chris, I want you to jump in on that.
2: (laughs) You correct with love and you do it the right way. You know, you teach them that that's not appropriate to say and you teach them and you show them the right way to do things. And I feel like because children are so small and their minds are very formidable at those early ages, you have to make sure that you impact them early so when they get a little older, they know what's right and they know what they should say and they shouldn't say, no matter if they're joking or whether they're being serious in conversation.
0: I am so fascinated by this conversation and uh, and the context, because even even, you know, Chris, what you just mentioned, I I wholeheartedly believe that, by the way, that you you can correct and you should correct in love. Mm -hmm. However, how do you how do you. What What are you telling this young girl to say, "Well, it's all right sometimes. When you're talking to the homies, yeah, you can call him your boy. That's my right. boy. How do you say that? I mean, even in love, right? Yeah, And that's part of what I'm talking about, the juxtaposition of saying, "You know, uh, I, I can say this word sometimes, other words, I can't." But it's all within context. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's such a fascinating thing for me. But I understand her mom saying, listen, I get offended when my own kid keeps using the word boy. Right. And so to go out into society, um, just not so sure that that could be uh, good for her. But she's also in New Orleans. Maybe that plays a, a, a part. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. That could be
2: oh, Deep Oh, yeah, because we all yeah. know that, yeah, about to say, in the Deep South, we all know that there is a significant history of whites treating us 100% bad.
0: Yeah. What, how do you react if you're T.I. or trade of truth, somebody walking up on you talking about, I mean, do you, because these pranksters nowadays, listen, these pranksters nowadays are doing way too much.
3: Over the top. They're no doing doubt.
0: way too much for cloud. 100%. They are trying to get views and all of that stuff. But, I mean, th- they told them, they're like, this could get you killed out here.
3: When keeping it real goes wrong, right? Like Dave Chappelle said, "Nah, you know, I'm sorry. It's two things you can't call me and, I, you know. One is boy, I won't mention another one in the station. But no, you can't call me. I don't care if you're playing or not. No, it's just certain things you cannot cross the line on. And, and you know, I don't blame TI one bit. I wholeheartedly,
2: I wholeheartedly agree with Kev on that because as a black man in general, we have to take a significant pride in who we are as people, as the kings that we have been created to be. Amen. And anytime somebody wants to call me out of my name, I don't. Play around with that, whether you joke jokingly or not. No. And there was a skit, and you are 100% right, Kev, when keeping real <laughs> goes wrong. You know, nowadays, there is truth in jokes. Because back in the day, mm. people would be like, nah, I'm out just playing. But mm-hmm. nah, bro, like all of this stuff that we're seeing now, we got people that are more significantly bold. Like all these people that's walking around with MAGA hats, Confederate flags, mm-hmm. they're showing you who they really are. You know, Dr. Maya Angelo, God rest her wonderful soul, she said it best. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Yes. So time, all this yeah. stuff yeah. that we're seeing, yo, that's who they they really are. So that little dude that called T.I., that boy word, no, he, he really meant that. He wasn't joking. He meant that stuff. So nowadays, we got to be very careful what we say because there could be some underlying truth behind that.
0: Mm. And hiding under the guise of being like, I'm joking, mm-hmm. I'm playing. I oh, you're too sensitive.
3: Way.
2: Right, yeah, that mentality. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come forward, we are going to continue this conversation. I have two of the best here with me today on The Rob <laughs> Report. Uh, you are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, we have a few more minutes. I wanted to go ahead and uh, move on to another conversation briefly for the two of you to chime in again. I'm so glad that I have two black men, third being Andy. Uh, We appreciate you, Andy. Uh, (laughs) We have two black men here to talk about uh, these types of conversations. So uh, I want to take it upon myself to talk about. Black Men in Therapy. Now, Jeezy, uh, who was once young Jeezy, we all know, mm-hmm. he's Jeezy J. Jenkins now, um, author and entrepreneur extraordinaire, where we know that recently he filed for divorce. He filed for divorce from his uh, wife, Jeannie Mai, right. who is a, a, a Vietnamese host and um, entrepreneur herself. Well, he is now on a book tour and doing all, all kinds of press about, how he was in, um, in depression for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And that means that he got married while being depressed. And so now that he's getting the help that he needs, he's kind of coming out of it. Um, he's realizing certain things that he sort of just um, sort of acquiesced to as he was, you know, married. Give me your thoughts. black men, Let's talk about black men mm-hmm. therapy um, and the importance of that. I'll give that to either one of you, whoever wants to chime in.
3: Good, Chris. Got
2: you.
0: There is nothing wrong with going to therapy as a black man
2: because we have been conditioned to internalize everything. Everybody wants us to be tough and hard and we -hmm. can't ever cry. And we have to put on this persona that is unhuman because at the end of the day, we are very human. Mm -hmm. It's okay to go out and talk to somebody that doesn't know you, that is licensed, that can actually help you. You know, yes, I'm a big believer in Jesus Christ and I'm also a big believer and going to talk to somebody
3: who ain't got nails in their hands.
2: Mm. So it is perfectly fine to go ahead and talk to somebody that can help
3: you. I totally agree with Chris. Um, Obviously, you know, um, being black sometimes can be exhausting. From a standpoint of what society has put us through, not just currently, but just through our years, um, years and years and years. So I think again, most Black folks probably need a psychiatrist. I mean, you need somebody to talk to mm-hmm, because again, mm-hmm. it's it's not easy just going through daily progression. Sometimes being African American, especially an African American male. So I salute Jeezy on this because uh, obviously him being a, a in the rap game, that's also another stigma that um... a false stigma that's put on that a uh, man of that stature he can't. You know, ask for help, or he's always got to be harder. Like I was saying earlier off, Mike, that gang banging on breakfast, mm-hmm. you know, that mindset. Mm-hmm. So I salute him for realizing that, you know what, I'm only going around this clock once. And if I'm not right, I got to get right. And if I got to make some changes, even if it might hurt some folks, yeah. I got to do what's best for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Um, I, I just want to thank both of you, honestly. Uh, I've followed <clears throat> both of you for some time. Uh, Kev, you know, I. I go back some years with you. He had me on his radio show at one point, and um, I still I'm sure didn't have we'll, no hair, though. We'll, still, we'll, <laughs> we'll do it again at some point in the future. But honestly, I applaud mm. the both of you because of the work that you're doing. You're mm. positive black men in the community doing really great things for yourself, for those around mm. you, and for the community and for uh, media as well. It's yeah. very important that we have uh, examples of great black men who are doing that. So I definitely want to applaud you both um chris as always you are a guy who is on the move you are a man doing major things out there i'm seeing all of these great interviews that you're doing um family man he's just a great guy so i appreciate you as well and um i definitely want you to let everybody know we had you on a little bit longer chris did you see you notice that <laughs> we had you on we had to keep the conversation going so i thank you for uh being flexible with us let everybody know where they can find you online chris
2: Y'all can find me online at Chris Gunther on all social media platforms. And Robin, I'm going to go ahead and put this plug out here. I'm truly blessed to be on your platform and be on your show Make sure y'all go follow her on IG at Robin Ayers because y'all know that young woman is a beautiful queen doing her <laughs> thing The whole nine. Peace and love, man. Appreciate y'all for having me
0: on. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, Kev, uh, thank you again. Let oh, everybody know pleasure. where they can find you and where they can listen to you.
3: Yes, uh, but you can get me on Instagram or Twitter at 950kev. You can go to my website, www.950lounge.com. You can listen to The Best Team in Radio every morning, weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. on Backstage Radio on multiple platforms throughout the US and Canada.
0: Man, it was so great having you here today. It was great having Chris on. I appreciate both of you. Great conversations, as always. And you already know, we are going to be back with another one tomorrow. It's the middle of the week tomorrow. Let's bring some energy, as we always do. Um, You already know what time it is. Zoe Williams, the voice of reason, is up with another fire show. he just be bringing it like that. So you guys definitely don't want to change that station. Uh, Remember, today and every day forward to be a blessing you